0: the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international sports.
1: The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Sheila Regan, Bridget McDowell, and Pablo Miranda. Produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Chavaria and Eric Silva Renneman. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at mnfootballshow. On your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota football show on iTunes.
2: Like, no, I was serious when I said, you know, like I tweeted out, you know, I learned to play the pocket flute and like everyone in the house hates me. And that's true. Like, I can't play it except outside or in the car. That's the only two places I can play
1: (laughs) So, for listeners that just missed it, I, I was not aware of this, but I heard one of your daughters, she, chimed in and told you to shut up and i thought she was just yelling across the room she actually jumped on zoom no she jumped on facetime no she FaceTime, facetime me
2: and i answered the call and she was like she was like she's like hey i go what shut up and i go what and said, shut up and then i grabbed my then i grabbed the flute i was gonna play it again and she goes shut up and then she hung up so That's you
1: oh let's it. it's, it's hot ha- Happy Halloween to you all. Happy Halloween to our listeners. Give us some creepy uh, Halloween flute vibes, Rodrigo. Maestro. Flute vibes? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Set set the tone here.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. Let's see. Pressure, pressure.
1: Just make it eerie. Yeah, I get minor. Oh, I'm scared.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm scared of the MLS, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. How are you all doing? What, what are you all doing for uh, for Halloween? Anything special?
2: Uh, we're, we're still trying to figure out. I'm sure Nubia has figured out a system where she can have... Yeah, and then and then I just get a text. I swear to God.
1: Stop. <laughs> that, that one you can blame on me. You can tell. I... I i asked for that one <laughs> i'm I'm
2: Just pretty please. sure she's texting or calling lisa anytime today and be like no anyways okay so yeah yeah no i which i think we're trying to figure out a system like it's really funny there's been a lot of diy like pvc pipe stuff being mm-hmm. thrown around and i jumped too late on that game um and um but that might be something down the road but um we're having um, we're hosting like a scary movie outside marathon type of thing. So um, so my my kids have a lot of they have like two pods, like kids that only like they hang out with each other and not really do anything else out there. And like, yeah,
1: um, we have a similar deal. Yep.
2: And so, you know, and since and 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 so some of those kids, I think three total are coming um, are coming over. And we're just going to turn the backyard into like a like a viewing, like a driving kind of thing, you know, except, you know, with the TV and an Apple TV and, and wireless <clears> Internet. <throat> but, you know, close enough. And if it's not windy, if it's not too windy, then we'll have a bonfire going on at the same time. So but that's nice. That's I think we're going to dress up. So I don't know what what the agenda is yet. But yeah, I it's some of that. But yeah, Bridget, what about you?
0: uh we were thinking about having a bonfire too but i think it is going to be too windy at least here um okay. we've got a crack pot of chili going right now though so hey. some chili and a couple movies and i think that's i think that's it
1: very nice yeah i i the plans keep changing i think the kids are going to do just very specific houses and I haven't heard about a bonfire i feel like i'm being left out of the bonfire uh <laughs> bonfire group here i got that kind of sounds nice but i'm not sure i'm, I'm looking outside i stepped outside earlier and it's kind of nice so There's I haven't. yeah i haven't run in about two weeks so i'm looking forward to as soon as we're done here i think i'm gonna see if i can get three or four miles in just to, to take advantage of the weather um yeah we'll see how it goes i love halloween it's good times it's a little weird to have to adapt to COVID halloween but <laughs> We shall oh, what, see. yeah
2: yeah there's a lot of facebook groups out there being like which houses are doing what and i'm like i ain't put my number out there just because i don't want i don't i'm an introvert and i hate people so i don't know if you would hand out the candy i am be like nope i was like yeah no but i think you can tell out there people who are doing stuff which is which is yeah. which i get but like
1: um you we know. just leave like the leave the candy like on the first step or something like that yeah, like, yes, i guess yes. that's the move Wow. you know literally this
2: could be like the biggest halloween stash you can have if you play oh, yeah. Like, because, yeah like if you're the first 90, kid, since the 91 sh- blizzard
1: don't just take it all whoops that's right. not bad
2: you can be like right. you be like you pick out the houses and i think which houses you're going to go to and i'm like i'd be all over um grand avenue and uh summit <laughs> just walk up down that area all the big houses over there someone's about to have a bowl and you just go out there and just fill up your pillow sack of candy.
1: There you go. Right on. Well, we hope uh we wish everybody a safe and fun weird COVID Halloween and uh let's uh, let's let's get to it. We got some things to talk about here. I do have a beer update from Christian. I I wasn't totally sure last week, so I stand corrected. Um he told so Bridget, your beer stands alone is what I learned. It is it is the Bridget IPA oh, its he's own just, entity. He's
0: just- Ruin in another batch
1: yeah so nice. the one the one i mentioned last week was the the belgian double and then he's gonna make a separate i think he said hazy or a hazy or a juicy ipa with the hops so yes. i guess if we're if we're counting your beer that's three <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gonna split i think he said he he was gonna make a couple variations of that hazy and that uh that Belgian double, one with and one without the uh the plums. So yeah, so Patreon subscribers and you all uh will be able to basically pick between three beers and two variations, which is lots of options. So <laughs> the tastings could be very fun. That's what I'm is kind of where I'm going. <laughs> Nice might we'll have to get some uh, exclusive Minnesota football show video content of who passes out first. <laughs> Good times, but there it is. Oh rodrigo's getting more uh, more more stop playing content. <laughs> No musical support. No musical support. But once again, once again, it's a Minnesota football or rather patreon.com backslash Minnesota football show to get on that. And once they are ready to go, all those little variations, we will let you know. But it's pretty exciting. Pretty cool.
2: I should have asked Christian that earlier. I was talking to him and a bunch of other people earlier today. So I I forgot to mention that. Like, but no, that's great. I'm looking for... There's the wine
1: options as well. I should mention, like if anybody wants any of the wine from my... N- numerous fruits in the backyard, those same plums that that's also a tier there as well. I actually have to rack one of the wines as soon as we get done here because it's time to uh, get it moving. But yeah. Um, let's go to the USl. Uh, we we've been talking about them recently, not for the greatest reasons, and this one kind of fits as well. Uh, so the Phoenix team that was involved in all the the Colin drama that we've covered and coaches behaving badly, players behaving badly. So they end up actually winning their conference championship. We we thought that that might actually not happen last week and maybe the universe would be kind, but uh it's 2020, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so so they win it doesn't work that way. That's right. So they win and you know, they're celebrating as the team would do, but then the trophy starts getting passed around. None of the players are wearing masks that's to be understood but then all the supporters kind of like crowd in and jump on them and that trophy is just getting spun around and getting kissed a whole bunch of time by lots of people uh-huh. <laughs> not not the best not the best <laughs> not covid safe
2: Wait, and didn't they also like the championship didn't they like the final didn't they just have to cancel the game or like
0: yeah like postpone like it right episode. yep it's canceled
2: it's, it's full-blown full canceled, so it's not going to get played in.
1: Is that both of them? Go ahead, Bridget. Uh,
0: well, yeah, so USL Championship Division Championship game is now canceled. Um, it looks like it might have been a postponement, but they're going to have to deal with international breaks if they postpone. So, um, but the League One Championship as well was also canceled.
1: Yeah. That's the one I saw because the union Omaha was not too thrilled about that. Considering I think they, they beat the, what was the other team? Greensboro. I, I put it in I think here. I think.
0: Greensboro, yeah.
1: Yeah. They beat them pretty handedly the last time. So they, they weren't happy, but I mean, you know, maybe this is taste of things to come for MLS. I mean, there's still a very valid possibility, right? That uh, we may not get an actual championship.
2: Yeah. I mean, if, 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 teams start testing more positive and we're, we're looking at like a bridge it up like looking for international play the last section of this um yeah it 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 um, it could have big impacts because um MLS has its own and FIFA have their own like rules as to if someone tests positive what the deal is or how the protocol is so like if someone's going to be out yeah. 10 or 12 games, then you as a team have to make a decision. Do you really want this player to even go, it, it, you know, because they'll be gone for like, you know, quarantine is 10 days and they could be gone for a whole month and then your season's over anyways, right? So yeah. those are the questions that they need to be, be be talked about. I understand them, but at the same time, I'm like, mm.
0: Yeah, and the MLS schedule is so condensed and compressed that like they can't, they can't afford – a postponement of any sort so i mean if anything were to happen with that um with the final uh being postponed i would think we'd see a straight up cancellation instead
1: i just wanted to correct myself greenville not greensboro greenville yep yeah so who knows i mean this, this is just part of the reality that we that we live in and if it's already happening in the lower divisions there's certainly that probability um, on positive news, Minneapolis city started announcing some new hires and pretty, uh, revolutionary one here. Uh, Allie Lipshire, she will be the goalkeeping coach, goalkeeping director. I'm not sure what the actual title is new director of goalkeeping. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And so she's the first, uh, female, I think part of a, uh, coaching staff in the entire league, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So good on them, Minneapolis city, uh, definitely used to doing the whole trailblazing thing and they continue to do so. And this is kind of interesting too, like I guess, not that I, it's none of my business, none of our business, not that we really care, but uh, a tweet that comes out from WCCO reporter um, Cordero, right, what, what's her first name?
0: Christiane Cordero.
1: Thank you. And she says something like, my wife's a badass. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. They're like, oh, okay, this is cool. So I guess within that one thing we learn also that uh we they there they're a couple <laughs> <you didn't, laughs> they're married. You didn't know that? I didn't know that, no. <laughs> you so this is common knowledge apparently.
0: Well yeah. Um so Ellie was also a goalkeeping coach for the U of M women's soccer team. Okay. Um, so if you go to a few of those games, you'll see christian out there with the dogs sometimes. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I follow both of them on Instagram. If you like ah, some, uh, if you, you like go. some dog and, and cocktail Instagram content, go follow Christian. Cordero. Oh man, we we did have a podcast <laughs>
2: about that. I mean, like which <laughs> right which, which like sports and people are like I was like maybe we can for get a while it was that Ike. Sounds like fun. It, 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 for a while it was Ike yeah. for me, but like sometimes like some of this like Amarija is like. He's the most cryptic out of anything, I think, because like he likes posting old stuff of him doing stuff. Or, like yeah. it's, it's 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 like it's weird. And then you and then you have like Kai Kamara, who's just you know Q and A session with himself.
1: Um, I really enjoy Kai on the on his BSI thing. I, I think they have a lot of good content.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, no, because that's where a lot of people found out about Kai's. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm i I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking about. You're thinking Ike. you thinking. I'm thinking Ike. I am. Yeah, right. I, yeah, no, Kai's. That's why everyone. I was, I was just Kai's. listening
1: to it. That's why I was stuck in my head. Yeah,
2: because Kai had like a whole session of like, well, this is, wasn't my agreement. It's like if this was. Oh,
1: well, we'll talk to that. We'll get there in a second. That's that's yeah. a, that's an important. But no, point. It's,
2: it's really great. Minneapolis City is doing. You know, it's becoming more and more of a community oriented, right? Like they they yeah. when they you know Matt and Adam and all those and other staff um, you know, they, the value of more like, what are you, what is your, what What are you willing to do? Like what, what, where are you at? Not necessarily it has to deal with, you know, like, do you have an A or B or C or license or, you know, all that kind of stuff is like, well, how, how, how do you fit in here? Do you want to be here? Kind of type of thing. And I, and I, I appreciate that. I think there needs to be and, more of that.
0: And utilizing the the community resources. Exactly. I mean, Absolutely. Owns a, a goalkeeping coaching company, um, and, Christiane Carrera was also a college goalkeeper and she trained.
1: I'm learning so much. So this is all just common knowledge. So really I'm the one that's just totally out of it.
0: (laughs) I believe they met in college. They were both goalkeepers. Um, So they've played together. Um, But yeah, they've, they've been training goalkeepers in in the area ever since they moved to town basically. Um, So city is really kind of casting that net and finding all the you know the the smaller like community-based groups, right? And, I, dig it. Like, I think that's like, and
2: that's one thing places. you appreciate mostly is like you look in, you look within the community you're supposed to be, you're associating with yourself, and then you're learning, yeah. you're reaching out, you're creating partnerships, and then you are empowering them now by bringing them up. That's that's what you want to see.
1: Like that's like, dope. You, All right. Well, thank you, you, know. you for educating me. And ladies, if you're listening to this podcast, uh <laughs> either Ali or Christian welcome aboard we'd love to have you please <laughs> educate me more <laughs> um speaking of, of women doing awesome things in football uh i'll throw it to either one of you two because i don't think i mean i was gone for those couple weeks doing my my hiking um did we mention the nwsl wrap-up I mean we were we were kind of talking about this on the slack channel but apparently portland won uh it kind of went over my head i i I kind of looked around, I was like, did we do this? Did we cover it? Did they just decide points, wins the trophy, co- top of the table, no actual final, or uh how did it all work? I'll, I'll throw it to you. Whoever.
0: That one's all Rodrigo. I think she was actually <laughs> following.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I knew Portland won. Um, I, to be honest with is like as soon as the uh, tournament ended, did just my life got got sucked into like high school and trying to figure that out and coaching so like I wasn't following it as much and unfortunately because I asked Giselle this question she's like she's like did you follow it and I was like well here and there just mostly what Portland was doing but she was like but you know and I go so why didn't you follow the league so much after that I was like well all my favorite players left the league so <laughs> so there was no incentive for her to be able to be watching and now she's watching where their favorite brothers played so like but I know like I think Portland, you know, like we saw it in the tournament, they were able to um, do what they what they work, work with their midfield, because that's what the one thing they needed to do. And, and they were doing that. And as, as the end of the tournaments that are happening, you could see that it was finally clicking with them. And I think uh, going into the fall league, that, that was part of the things that, that I, I, really, I really like Rocky. That's like one of my new that's like my 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 favorite Costa Rican national team player ever And you know, um, And I think that's one of the things that, that I get, but there's, there's also talks of like having another league coming up or another type of league. So we'll we'll see where that goes, but um, I, I don't, I think everyone's right now watching the European league in the aspect of it. And so, um,
1: but can I I ask a question though? Did, did did they actually they didn't have like a final, did they? they, they just took it off who off of points? Yeah, I think so. Table.
2: Yeah, I okay. think it was just mostly F points. I don't think it was off of a uh, playoff cuz then it just then it becomes redundant as in like you already you just came out of a tournament. Yeah, <laughs> no, I gonna... actually like
1: that. I just wasn't sure. Yeah.
2: And so that's that's how they they did it. Yeah, which which brings to like some really cool news that I don't know if we're going to talk to like in the cool news sections, but um I don't know if you all knew that uh that Sue and um our president um got engaged. So that was that, that was pretty dope. So pretty awesome. Yeah, everyone was talking about it in our household as soon as the news yeah. came out, and it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was nice. It was really nice to be able to see that. So
1: you look like they were in a very warm climate. <laughs>
0: both, I know, right? Both, both in, in swimsuits. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, exactly. want to be comfortable
2: wearing a swimsuit. <laughs> that's a that's a yeah. thing for me right now. I don't I don't know if I'll be that 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 uh, comfortable.
0: Need, like, four layers of clothing. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Congrats to them for sure uh all right well um let's jump into not warm climate like you mentioned bridget so here's let's do a, a very very i'm going to actually set the timer because i don't think we should spend any more than 10 minutes on this first one uh because cincinnati minnesota united last week was so boring <laughs> so boring oh i even wrote in the notes bored um it was it was, it was just to the point where like we, the kids were watching. This was on Wednesday, right? And yeah. and they were, we were watching, what were we watching? Oh, we, we, so I've, I've read all of the Pullman, uh, His Dark Materials a long time ago. My son read them a while ago. My daughter's reading them now. So we wanted to check out the HBO series. And it's pretty good. I think there's some valid criticism, but it's it's good. And so that was on. I was fully more engrossed in His Dark Materials <laughs> than the match. And I want to shout out Rodrigo really quick too, because he... We, we talked about it last week with all the uh, the media situations that are making it just impossible to watch the matches. He was cool enough to uh, to basically zoom pirate the match, so I was watching it via Shh, him. Don't, so say don't say anything. Don't say anything. Shh. If a team listens to this, um, <laughs> so thanks for that. Uh, but anyway, even though that was it's happening, fine. I was
0: half, half the reporters are doing the same thing. So
1: <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you. But I, I was watching the talking bears more than the actual match. So. <laughs> what what did you all what were your takeaways i mean the the first half i just wrote i've got Diong's name in here a bunch it seemed like he was just causing all kinds of trouble in the midfield and breaking through the defense and i mean they had an attack like for the first half cincinnati had this match uh rodrigo's mentioned this before they can't shoot and if they could shoot they probably would have been up like three nil
0: oh yeah at least
1: um what else? Uh, I don't know. That that's mostly <laughs> there's just, what what was going on with Minnesota at this point? We we they they couldn't get anything going. Rodrigo,
2: I miss Jacory Hayes. I'll tell you that much.
0: But,
2: yeah, I think the first ten minutes it was like I'm like we we're not trying to move the ball. We're not trying to move into space. It was it was one of those things where like. You know, oh geez, you know, it's like, come on, do this, do that. And I think um I think Jacory um, brings a little of that once he gets more comfortable. And I think the more the more he gets into the more the more he, he will be. And we could talk about that specifically in and in the following game. But uh, I, I mean
1: Is it that question of fatigue, like everybody's just exhausted?
2: I think it's it's some of that, but it's also the same thing that you haven't had the consistency, the consistency of players playing with each other. I think, you know, yeah. if you if you think about that, you know, like people are getting sick, people are, are getting injured. So, like, there isn't a consistent – in practice, there isn't consistency in certain things. So, like, you put a team together and you're hoping this is what's going to work. And I'll honestly, like, you know, you put the, – the same roster that we put for Cincinnati, like, you put that roster out there, you should win, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And, and it was, and I think it falls back again um, as on like our, our creating force is now obviously Reynoso. And so everybody else is getting used to getting fed the ball and trying to make something happen. But um, yeah. when it doesn't, uh, and when you don't have that, and then you, and you rely on Molino to create or somebody else to create, it's not going to look pretty.
0: Yeah. And there was, I mean, we've talked about the interplay a lot through the midfield the last few weeks and there was none of that like mm-hmm. especially in the first half there's no it was like they didn't bother to talk to each other or whatsoever on the field. it was painful yeah and it i mean talk about mo, the, leaning on molino to create chances the dude has to like run back to <laughs> run back to minnesota's box just to get the ball to make those chances happen so right. um yeah you can't you can't force Molino and and Finley and those guys to you know do all the work along the wings and have the midfield just kind of standing around, which is essentially what they were doing. Um, right. When they did move, Cincinnati could exploit it because they saw you know there's no communication between these two guys or those two guys or you know this whole group, and they were able to exploit that space quite a few times. But luckily, yes. like you're saying, they can't shoot.
1: Yeah. Oh man. So lucky.
0: We kind of lucky there. I mean, Dane hardly had to do anything. And even when he was forced to, you know, make a stop, it was easy. Like Mm -hmm. stand in front of the ball and pick it up and kick it back out.
1: I've got one highlight, I guess, for Minnesota right before halftime where Gregouche has the corner. uh, Mm -hmm. Debasi goes up and the header, I think just went over the bar. Like that was probably their best attacking chance (laughs) in the first half.
0: Yep. And you could see all of them as soon as that went over the bar. Everyone kind of deflated again, like that was their chance, and that would have, Ugh. you know, changed the momentum again. We talk about the momentum all the time, but like absolutely, that would have been, you know, a huge moment, and yeah, it, they just could not finish those if their lives depended on it.
1: So let's go to the second half then, which was, um. I don't know. It, it seemed like they started to pick things up a little bit. Minnesota did like they, uh, lewd and Gregouche. I got, they got some shots off or lewd to Gregouche rather. He gets a shot blocked in the 56th. Um, and then UFC dispossession it has to be at least 20. <laughs>
0: yeah, there was a lot of like that. Poaching the ball over and over and over here. I'll there take was a this. lot. Okay.
1: Yep. Yep. And there, yep. There was
0: barely any fight for it. Pass it right to him and let them, let them run the midfield.
1: I think this one goes to yours, Bridget, about uh, LaCadia actually does get a nice shot off in the 62nd that St. Clair had a great save on, where he actually did have to work a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean um, we've we've seen him before. LaCadia has been an issue um, mm-hmm. in the past, and he is definitely the like the one that you need to keep an eye on when these two teams face. So right. Uh, yeah, that was a great chance and a, a huge save for DSC. I'm
2: just glad that Lacadia Le, that can't shoot with ever anything. So it's yeah.
1: like... <laughs>
0: and, and no one I can fall think... into him. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, this one, I think, was one of the few that was on target. We just have an yeah. aw- awesome young goalkeeper.
0: He was, he was on top of it, so...
1: And then um, Bebelo, COVID party, he enters... In the 76th and immediately the energy changes like now all of a sudden we have something to work with um there's a uh there's a shot in the ninety first and the 90th rather from uh molino and i oh, don't know this is the same thing let's just go to the goal i got i have it all written down differently here maybe this is different Molino barrios oh yeah so he does get a shot in. molino does yeah, in the 90th
0: he had
2: a couple in there yeah yeah no it's, it's not that we didn't Create opportunities, and we did create opportunities. Again, our issue's always been finishing. And here's the yeah. thing that, like you know, that always gets me is that we, you know, we brought our forward. You you bring a Kai Kamara in, not to be a holdout player, but for someone who can who can finish. Right, <laughs> he's known for finishing goals, and we can't seem to get the ball to that. And and our shift of attacking mentality. It's not let's let's try to get our forward with the ball but it's trying to play it wide and trying to play into the gaps and, and in that system our, our midfielders will score goals right and when our midfielders can't score it just makes it even more um frustrating and i think that's one of the things too is that um that's the Finley. chorus every week Finley. yeah <laughs> Finley, Finley was willing to make those running between the center backs but no one's willing to give him the yeah. ball.
0: And DeBossi was making those runs. Yeah.
2: And so, like, like you, the...
0: you signed Kai Kamara because he's the guy who's got the best, uh, the best chances of heading a ball into the net. And DeBossi's the one who's making those runs forward and trying to get his head on the ball.
1: Right. You, I think, Bridget, you alluded to this last week, too. I don't know if you wanted to talk about just the idea. Well, I think you mentioned that even if latan was on this team, we wouldn't be giving him the yeah. service that he needs.
0: He, he would be playing alone. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> which, which says a lot.
0: We've seen just the sheer number of forwards that we've brought in and we've just brought in another one, which we'll get to eventually. But uh, Um, I mean, it doesn't matter what their resume is, when they get here, they can't score. And -hmm. it's not because they suddenly suck when they show up in Minnesota, it's because.
1: Uh Uh-oh, we lost her.
2: No, I, I think one of the things, too, is just that we don't, if we don't take advantage of our chances, and that, that happens, but, like, there's, like, no real sense of urgency to, to do that. And so, like, that's what sometimes frustrates me a little bit. Uh, and I was like, oh, my gosh, am I'm going to have to burn my place now because we can't score. <laughs>
1: We, yeah, we never discussed what would happen if they tied. We knew was it was going to happen. We never if they discussed
2: lost. it. I was, like, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, what's going to happen? Right. And I'm like, let,
1: well, let's talk about this because they didn't tie. So, and we actually did get a forward to score in a very, very like garbage goal, sloppy, sloppy way. Uh, but 91st minute, uh, Bebelo puts in the corner. I can't remember all these steps. At some point, it hits the post, right?
2: Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, is it, I, I want to say it was Boxy that, 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 Boxle header
1: it. yep that's right and he hits the yep.
2: post okay and then it really bounces it in in into the area of schoenfeld and schoenfeld does a great job of uh wrapping his 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 hips around and rotating them and it just he gets one two side. touches
1: like nobody's even like pressuring him
2: <laughs> and, and he gets that ball in and like you know and we've been talking about how like what kind of you know, what we've seen from Aaron and, you know, sometimes it, it, it's it's hit or miss and he was there at the right time and he was able to put a ball away, which is what we, what we ask our forwards to do. And I mean, that was his first goal in like five years, I think, for, wow, uh, like uh, in a in sense of that, what is it? Yeah. It's his first MLS goal in almost exactly like five years. Last time he, he scored a goal was 1025, wow. uh, 2015 against Columbus against uh, DC. So and we should,
0: uh, we should point out that Minnesota did not actually earn a corner. Um, oh, yeah, please, on, please. And having that being awarded, uh, it was definitely a Minnesota player who touched the ball over the inline. Um, but referee that's right. The, Minnesota and yeah.
1: Yeah. I forgot about that. The, the Cincinnati folks really let uh, us know though yeah
2: well it's a heartbreaker right because for like if you're a cincinnati team and you're playing away and you're and you're keeping it and you're lat and and you're keeping it zero zero with the team you're holding zero
0: zero with the team that you know should definitely be able to beat you
2: yeah it it, Uh. it's and then lose it lose it lose the ball that way in that in that sequence aspect of it it's it's yeah you know that's now the Mate insane.
1: Power though, though. That's that's yeah. his chulochinchino. It was it was him, right? It was Bebelo. that just like grabbed it and took off.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was.
1: Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah.
2: And that's the thing too, is like, and so it was good to see. It was good to um to, you know, a, a win is a win, right? We're in the point where like all points matter no matter how you get them. I get that, yes. but it's still frustrating when we can't put away teams like we're supposed to put away teams.
1: Well, and just the absolute lack of uh, fire. I mean, this game was just, I mean, this isn't the first one, but this one felt epically boring for some reason. Hard to watch.
0: And not even like, you know, not having goals is one thing, but when there's like no redeeming quality to the play whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It's not like there were these great technical moments that, you know, just didn't create anything. It was literally just like Half-hearted keep away, yes. Um, like a like a recovery or exhibition game where you know, yeah, you're just out there on the field. Like, hey, we're out here to oh, yeah. play nice that, and That's, that's,
1: that's well bad. said. I I, w- I was thinking that too. Like I've seen high school matches with more intensity. <laughs> exactly. Right. Ouch. Anyway, like you said, Rodrigo, we get the three points. Needed the three points. Awesome, but wow, just painful. uh Let's look at these these rest these fixtures. Uh, fixtures rather for the same one um what stands i guess the big one that we have to talk about because we mentioned that of course we set ourselves up saying that toronto were the shoe-ins for the supporters shield last week and philly just smashed yeah, them five nil <laughs> <laughs> wow what a win um and then since this they won again and, and toronto lost i'm pretty sure so right now philadelphia it's philadelphia's supporters yeah. shield to lose and good on them i mean they're having a hell of a season so they, awesome yeah
0: they're they're tearing it up this year and they they deserve it i mean jim Curt, what jim Curtin's has done with that squad this season um yeah, the, and the going th- into this season
2: yeah i think with philly is like the, the one thing you, whenever you see philly doing good is like is this a year that they finally get it together <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because it seems to be like always moments of greatness And dominance, and then boom, nothing, right? But I don't know if any. I don't know if it was in the last game that they played that there were um, there were um, people in the stadium that were that were videotaped, you know, saying homophobic and racial
1: slurs, and so I've got it in here. I think it was the following. Yeah, so that's one of the things that
2: I'm I'm trying to figure out how they're going to handle that now specifically because there's there's reports that people did report it but like nothing nothing really happened and
0: they they got yeah. banned
2: no yes. good that's good to hear yeah. that
0: they, they took care of that like because i i saw this that story in the morning on was it well it was yesterday yeah the game was thursday i saw i read the story friday morning on my way into work and then as i was leaving the office i pull up twitter again and i see that um they were given bans
1: yeah uh, everyone I got another, it in here
0: so um, I also saw one of Philly's players, Aronson, um, who we saw a lot of during MLS's back, uh, kind of the, the wonder kid in the midfield, um, but he was talking about the last time uh, Philly went to the final, or in the playoffs, I don't think it was even the final, um, he was in the stands when they lost that game. and mm. he talked, He talked in an interview about how heartbreaking it was, that was like, I want to say 2015. Um, I could be wrong there, but so it's, it's been a good while. Um, and he's talking about how, you know, you kind of get that feeling again, like this could happen. We could do this. we deserve this. Like the town deserves this. Everyone's kind of thrown themselves behind union. So, um, if, if they can pull it off, that'll be incredible. Um, it's not going to be like the upset win. um, that no one saw coming it's they've they've earned every bit of it so
1: well said well said uh other one to maybe look at here inter miami beats uh already playoff qualified orlando setting them back a little bit and uh dc united still coachless still still doing their thing beat it <laughs> um maybe the story there too is is partly the win but also partly i think i did see that uh jill ellis actually is going to be interviewed it sounds like
0: Yeah, I think she's going to have one of the informal kind of sit-down chats with them. So she's on the short list at the very least.
1: Very cool. I love that. Um, Yeah, I guess sporting one pretty pretty big. Vancouver actually won against San Jose. Um, What did I put here? Oh, yeah, you love to see it with Guzman on the ground for Atlanta. (laughs) Uh, I actually... Go ahead
0: yeah oh, that's all that's all i got you just spend a yep, lot
2: of time yep. <laughs> no, um, any- anytime you get a Guz- get to see guzman on the on the ground it's it's it, it's a lovable moment
1: true Tra- traditional yeah. position <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> upset <no>. face down
2: <laughs> yeah was was this the montreal game and where like uh andre kept on yelling it like that he was mic'd up or was that the la- yeah. next one
0: uh
1: it, it's coming on the in the was, next set here.
0: Yeah, I think it was that game.
2: Yeah, that Montreal. was that was that was funny. Like a lot of people were having a lot of the coaches I know were having that conversation about, do you want to be that? Co- are you that coach? You know, what's the difference? And I'm like,
1: I'm like, okay. It was fun because he was he was going after uh, Mason Toy, right? Mason,
0: Mason, Mason. Well, the,
1: can you pass it what?
0: one time? pass it one time.
2: The thing is, Mason came in and I came like literally like at the eighty eighth minute, so it's like,
1: <laughs> and then immediately just ragging on him.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're trying to get the ball to him. You know, and 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 I get that, and I think that whole moment is is interesting because as a youth coach, do I see myself doing that? No. Usually, what I say is like okay, you did this. Can we try to do this next time? Or remember that once if you do that, you need to come back, right? Or like, congratulate on a good plate. But when you're at a professional level, it's your job. It's your money. They're paying you, right? You got right. job security. It's like, yeah, I want you guys to perform well. I'll tell you what, you know, but, you know, it's a that's, that's That's the thing too, you know, it's... Well, like,
0: you don't need to be like doing that the entire match, but it's a nice change from, you know, we see he like storming up and down the, the sideline and every once in a while screaming at his guys. And like, you know, it's,
1: Rodrigo. it's like, pretty that's, that's good audio content.
0: <laughs> I was,
1: I was doing my
2: Walker <laughs> and Zimmerman goal impression. You guys saw that? Yeah. <laughs> when he like score the goal? And he's like, Hmm. <laughs> He's like marching. Oh, like no, no. Which brings me up to like Nashville. Is here we have a team that's qualified for the playoffs on their first year, and I think the last time a team did that was Atlanta, right, in the inaugural yeah. season. Yep. Sounds right. And, and, and this
0: is a, a Nashville team that was like thrown together in three weeks before MLS yep. is back started. So.
1: I mentioned this last time, like they, they built from the back forward and they were just content to get draws and defend. But then like within the last two months,
0: they wanted to serve here. And that was like,
1: but then their midfield and their, their, their strikers actually started scoring goals. And it's like, wait a minute. Now you've got like a complete package and yes, exactly. They're peaking at the right time.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, is like, you know, like when they got Zimmerman, I was like, geez, I was like, how'd you pull that off? And then, he was quiet, but now he's beginning to become a, like an a, a, an offensive threat uh, on set pieces, and I think that's just one of those things. You know, it's like as you, if you, if your back line and your and your and your uh, six are solid, then anything else you can work on, as long as you can defend. Which speaks to the MLS, right? As long as you can defend, you can you can pretty much make the playoffs. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a, actually a good segue to the one that I watched, which was on. Regular rabbit ears, which you know I'm always here for. It's my jam. <laughs> so on regular ABC, we got the El Clásico or El Trafico, rather, El Trafico, LAFC and LA Galaxy. Not the most entertaining game. Uh, LAFC ends up winning this 2 0. Um, but the most entertaining moment, Klinsman, Jonathan Klinsman, starts in goal. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, So I, I love when referees kind of realize that the the focus of the entire match is on them, and they can just kind of be like, "Well, it's it's like the Mike Dean thing. Like I'm the star, right? <laughs> Please, my close-up, Mr. Demille." This,
0: so this, this re- on me. They will not decide it themselves.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Everybody's watching just me. <laughs> so he he correctly calls this uh, this foul on Gonzalez and the and the uh, Galaxy defender, and he immediately goes to red. He's like, "Yes." This is what I'm doing going to red. And then of course, everybody, you know, storms and, then you know, it's the, it's the whole, uh, the circle up and everybody's pushing and shoving and pushing and shoving. And then he, he gets the call and come, come take a look at VAR. Okay. Okay. So then he walks back. This whole process, by the way, is a good 10 minutes. I mean, it's, it's a long time. So then he goes to VAR and he's checking. And of course the players are still tussling out there and then he, oh, and he, and he awarded a PK also, I should mention. So it was a direct red plus a PK is where it started. VAR, VAR for like another three or four minutes. He comes back. He uh, he rescinds it first and makes it a yellow. And then he pulls it back and he, he takes away the PK. And then there's more talking, more talking, more talking. He runs back again. Then <laughs> he comes back a third time now. And still says no pk but then does in fact switch it back to a red card <laughs> this whole thing is it, it was just outstanding drama oh my god well,
2: was it was it as dramatic as when like um which was the portland player that literally got elbowed in the face by the ref it had to be substituted right away like he like got bodied that. by the ref
1: oh i got to look that up
2: and then they had to substitute them like that's like one of the few times like a ref is actually like had that's to great. like
0: it's the ref getting hurt like you see yeah that usually
2: now? right or like you know the ball hits the ref and then they have to restart kind of thing right because yeah. now that new rules that are there that's the part of the new rule but like he literally like bodies someone like the player ran into his elbow and i was
1: like ouch all right let's find that and get that up on the socials that's that's good content <laughs> um all right Let's, let's talk about this. We got to talk about the gentleman's agreement. So we're moving into the the next match on on this past Wednesday, it was with uh, Minnesota and Colorado and we learn that apparently in the contract with, with Kai Kamada, there is this gentle, gentleman's agreement where he is not going to play against his former team. And then, well, Bridget, I'll throw it to you because you, you like blast us all. It's like, you guys got to go to his Instagram now for good reason. So well, <laughs> go ahead, take it.
0: <laughs> so, he's, so everyone's talking about this gentleman's agreement and how like he agreed that he would not face his former team, which is, I mean, you see those sometimes in like loans, um, especially in Europe, less often here, but this is a full-on trade. Like we have purchased Kamara, Um, So it's weird in the first place. But then if you go to his Instagram story, some someone was talking about it. And so I, I went to check, and he's talking about how he's really sad that he didn't get to play. And it turns out it was news to him, too. He right. was not aware of this part of the contract. They told him, like, the day before the game, hey, we've got this deal in place. You can't play against your team. And he like most players wants to face this former team that's it's a fun thing to you know be with your new club and play against these guys who you've played with for so long um so he goes on this like 10 or 15 minute thing on on his Instagram story, um you know talking about how much he misses like he misses that moment like he hasn't gotten a, to have that moment yet um and also kind of mentions like well, if I don't get to play against Colorado, does that mean that I also don't get to play against Columbus? And he lists off every club he's ever played for, including Premier League clubs. in like like every club. So that's yeah, well, what eight MLS teams and like two or three elsewhere. And he's just confused by the whole thing and kind of bummed out. Uh, it was funny though the so uh, someone sent him uh, a whole bag of like his favorite restaurant food from Colorado, sent mm. it on the on the charter jet with the players. Oh wow! Like so he was able to meet up with them at the hotel and collect this bag of restaurant food, and he was uh, all excited because they sent him cool. all his favorites and some notes and stuff. So um, he still at least got like some treats for the, <laughs> for the night. Um, nice. But yeah, so when we talk about gentlemen's agreement, this is some kind of under the table
2: right like I, I just want to know how something like that happens like this has to be like started by by, by colorado because there's no yeah. way like minnesota agrees to, it's like oh yeah he won't play for you but it has to be and like
0: it, yeah it has it's,
2: just, it's just weird like like some of these contracts are uh the back rooms or the aspects of the contracts you know, like it reminds me of like like um Jeez, like what was what was the minnesota united back in the nsl as like they bought a player in order to um, to get into a tournament or something i forget what it was
1: but oh. like, uh, i know yeah. what you're talking about yeah I but like these these
2: either. these small deals were like they'll do things in order to be able to get something in return which mm-hmm. brings 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 my curiosity regarding the reno deal right like we buy three players from reno and I'm hoping that, and I'm I'm fine with that. I'm hoping that's that's the way that gets us into getting a USL team, right? <laughs> we'll buy three of your players. We'll we'll take them on, and then if they make it, you know, great. Yeah. If not, we'll, we'll take some more. It was, you know, just that's 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 the idea, right? Which is if also you're like crushing Rino my chronological
1: like, order here, Rodrigo. But we can your, go there. Your
2: San Jose, you know, <laughs> the, the San Jose relation. I, I I'm totally against your system. That's why I'm
1: doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm raging against your machine that's what i can I'm doing. see
1: that where are they I've, i know i've got them in here i don't know where they went
0: uh, i think okay, got them. they are there
1: yeah so we got uh what's the what's the kid's name because it sounds like a made-up name foster langsdorf oh that, is, that cannot be a real name <laughs> it's like a, that's like a witness protection everyone
0: on twitter was like we're just inventing people now cool just just honestly exactly. there,
2: there, there honestly. were people having reference. is that uh is that uh oh is it uh oh, uh geez uh not lord of the rings but um, uh
0: um, yeah i got you
2: yeah um whatever the, the one show everyone watched i forget on hbo i forget what it's called now because i didn't oh, watch it Game of Thrones. There you go. Was Game it like a Thrones. Game of Thrones type of reference? That, was was like,
1: <laughs> that that, that <laughs> actually works. That, that fits pretty well.
2: I was just happy to be able to have a Kevin back on the team, right? So <laughs> uh, uh, this, that 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 has like you know that that I that you know that's 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 of La, Latinx heritage. So you can go ahead and create a song and bring back the Venegas <laughs> song, right? In a sense, just because.
1: <laughs> so we've got so Langsdorf is a striker, right? Yeah. Uh, Eleven, 11 goals. goals in eighteen games. That's that's pretty good statistic. I like that. Yeah, um, at USL level, but we'll see. <laughs> right, Sam Gleason, apparently a winger, but maybe a left back.
2: I think he Question mostly mark? played left back this season, but like yeah. all the highlights from twenty nineteen is like he's not he's not playing left back that I've seen. So, yeah.
1: okay, uh, we'll and then see. the one you talked about, Partida, is a midfielder. I
0: think.
2: I think he's like a six-two. He functions okay. somewhat of a six. Yeah,
0: it's, it sounded like they were both um, like defensive mid. Um, so Gleason Ken dropped to left back and Partida's more in that six rule.
1: Yeah. I mean, if this means that we're taking over Reno, I guess sure. Why not? Uh, MJ asked a question, hopping back to the gentleman's agreement. He says Have Rodrigo, Eric, and Pablo ever had a gentleman's agreement to punch or studs up tackle each other during Copa America? not that i know of but maybe
2: i don't i don't I, oh, that's a good question
1: <laughs> uh follows it up with have sheila and bridget ever had a ladies agreement to punch anyone that gets too far off topic now i don't I, I I think think sheila, sheila,
2: know the first one to draw that one
1: right i was just saying not physically but i'm sh- absolutely positive psychologically yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. When we were in studio, there'd sometimes be like that shared eye contact for a moment, like, "Okay, yeah. know, to, like, <laughs> yep, someone's gotta say something." Yeah, That's right.
2: No, yeah, no, but I think we should have some sort of agreement, right? I think, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, um, we'll have like a bloody nose, you no, know, uh, get blood on the jersey type of agreement, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: No, okay no. Let's let's jump into the Colorado match then for a little bit here. Uh, so Minnesota actually does pull this one off, two to one. I called it the Battle of the COVID because I mean, between both these teams, there's a lot of infections. Whether they're, I guess, in theory, they're not infected anymore, but there have been, and they've they've been going through it both of these teams. And that that's what worried me the most too. Is that do we really know that all these guys are fully cured? I, and The,
0: the I false know. negative is uh, is kind of a big thing.
1: So. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then speaking of, of as long as we're on COVID um, Minnesota United, then I think right before kickoff, wasn't it? Or like earlier that same day, they oh, announced yeah. that, yeah, there's another COVID positive case. And of course, speculation flies about and then the lineup comes out and there's no Mr. Chase.
0: <laughs> However, we, of course, so we only learn um this from the photographers at the field but he was in the stadium Mm. Uh, that kind of fair enough what was that theory um which some people thought might be a sign of a loan pending because that was the day before the transfer window closed
1: oh interesting Um, oh really oh okay
0: yeah Transfer window has opened and closed, and Chase is still here. So okay. So really, we won't know. I'll, I'll take so it. I'll take it you back then. A, it was probably just uh, minute management or something. He just decided to go with someone else. So um, right yeah, it point, could be, yeah, or it could be the fact really that he's, here.
2: you know, if he tests, if it could have been like, it could have been like a false positive or one of those things. And
0: that's true. And they the league, and they were like, just well, just
2: might as we'll just, you know, you know, yeah, who knows, right? But regardless, Chase didn't play. Guys, and
0: yeah. and Kai froze his ass off in the stands. If you watch his Instagram story from later, he's all bundled up and poor says, "So well, this is what this feels like up here. Uh, poor guy. Like 29 degrees at kickoff or something."
1: Uh, we also had a uh, the what what's Penso's first name? Let's say the the female referee, center ref. I can't remember uh, her first name. Julie. Let's yeah, go we'll check. go with that. But anyway, awesome that this is not the first uh, MLS match that she has. Uh, she's been the center ref and kind of taking responsibility for, it. did a really good job. Uh, I just put in that she, she needs the free judo lessons if any guys try to be grimy guys. Um, Tori Pencil. What is it? Sorry. What's her name? Tori.
0: Tori. Okay,
1: thank you. Tori Pencil. Yeah, I thought they, she was great.
0: Yeah, and they. Um... All the guys were, pretty, I mean, she, she laid the law down pretty early, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and was not taking shit from anyone. It's pretty obvious that she knew kind of the reputation of this matchup, um, and how things tend to go when Minnesota plays Colorado. Uh, mm-hmm. So she she handled it pretty well, like great right oh, from she... the beginning. And guys on both sides were, you know, thanking her and laughing with her after the match. So,
2: no, I think oh. Tori did a did an amazing job, like. From the, yeah. Like you were saying, like from the get-go, she was just now making things, you know. Not like she thought about taking up the yellow. Like, the the, the card was out before she even sure. made it to the player. It was one of those things where, like, oh, nope. Oh. I'm extremely confident in yeah. this decision. And I was like, all right, good.
0: Yep. She I she had a, quite a few stern conversations with a few. And uh, there were a couple of yellow cards in the second half where you could see her walk up to them and, and be like, yeah, dude, we just talked about this. Pulls the card out. And the guys were like, yep, okay. We didn't nice. have that conversation. Yeah, but
2: I, th- I think the thing was is that was the first time that's happened, and I don't know how long ago. I think there was a tweet that was sent out that I I didn't. Uh, Twenty years yeah, since 20. one
0: was center ref. So, um, she did the D.C. Nashville game in yes, September. that's when I remember. Yep. Um, and she's been like fourth official and on the lines a few times the last couple years. Um, but I was reading, uh, it was Jeff Carlisle from ESPN. Um, there's a lot of articles about her that came out with that DC match, um, but there's pro has like a pipeline of female referees coming up. Um, so that's awesome to hear more of that. And uh, obviously they, everyone kind of starts on the sidelines and in that fourth official, but there are quite a few who are right behind her in line to uh, hopefully get that center off position. So hopefully Good we news. see more of that and it's uh, less news worthy. Right.
2: Hopefully we don't have to wait another 20 years for that to happen. Whew.
1: No, 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 no. Um, let me ask you two a little bit about the first half. I, I was a little late to getting in, but uh, from everything that I that I saw and read later, it, it seemed like Colorado, like within the first five minutes was all over. I'm like, and then there was oh, just yeah. a couple uh miscommunications yeah. on the defense. So go ahead, Bridget. Uh,
0: so it was a different backline again with Gasper being out. We saw Brent Coleman come back in. That's a whole other conversation that I'm sure. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. <laughs> yeah. so we had Metinair, Boxy, Coleman, and Debassi played left back. And normally Boxy is between uh DeBossi and Metinair on the right side. Um and On the lineup that the club put out, they put boxy between. Debossi and Coleman, but when they're actually on the pitch, it was just Coleman and Debossi running that left side, um, and did not do it very well. There was no communication there whatsoever. Debossi was good. Um, but they Colorado's attacking players got behind them at least five times in the first 10 minutes and had shots. Um, so it was, it was a horrible, like opening 10 minutes and then Colorado kind of settled down. Um, I heard
1: Rubio's name quite a bit. It sounded like he was causing a lot of trouble.
0: Yep. He was definitely the, the main figure. Uh-huh. and it took Minnesota a while to identify him as that, that player. So eventually they did shut him down. And I mean, Coleman was in his pocket for most of the rest mm-hmm. of the game, but. Um, and Coleman actually had a decent game. I, I mean, I've heard some commentary that it was like his best game in quite some time, it was his first game in quite some time, but like, Mm -hmm. comparatively speaking, um, and yeah, after that opening 10 minutes, the back line was fairly solid boxy as usual was awesome. Um, got banged up again and kept playing.
1: Uh, speaking uh, of banged up, can when you, I, I missed this. So what happened to Ozzy? I know, I know he went off somewhere like in the 20 something minute and go like a hammy, right?
0: Yeah. It was the other hamstring. Um, so he's finally recovered from the left side. I oh, think it was the damn. Left yeah. So he went off on a run. I think he was running back towards the box and you saw him kind of do that hop step and pull up and he sat down immediately. Um, that sucks. So hamstring pull the other side so it's not like it's it's not like he you know was just in there too soon and like retweaked something it's a new uh probably a new injury so he oh. will we will not be seeing him for the remainder of the season damn
1: it all right well that explains it so Hayes comes in then and then we wait I guess we can just go to the the goal uh absolutely gorgeous goal uh starting with uh Bebelo, just amazing vision. I, I can't remember where the pass came from him. that it was it coming on did it come through Chase on the left? Who who gets it to Bebelo? I don't remember. No. It was a,
2: it was a dispossession in the midfield. Okay, so and, yeah. and then and then I think Molino plays it to Babelo. And then yes. to me, even though Coleman had a, a good game, I think this is probably the best game for Aaron to me, besides that besides scoring a goal. Just because he was doing things that we we wanted to see from a forward take a, take advantage of, which is you know run into space, try to split the defense and create space. And in this in this play, Aaron moves in much closer to the wing as soon as he sees that, and then dragging the defender opens up that mm. big old like you know it's like Moses parting of the sea. Like there's all that space that Lewd already who has beaten their defender can, can step into and, and take a shot. And of course, you know, a beautiful pace ball by, yeah. by Reynoso. And yeah, was you saw awesome.
0: that lane open up, like as it opened, you could yep. see him right It was one of those ah,
2: moments where like, uh-huh. it just, everything clicks in. You're like, Oh, look, he's wide open. Oh, here we go. Let me really pace on this ball. And then of course we talk about the importance of, of Lude when he plays on the right side or how he goes inward. Right. And then his body is already aligned to, to the goal. Yep. he doesn't have to really head. and he just one touch that you know power, power lefty position.
1: yeah yep. so it's
2: like it, it was well played And i think that's that's the composition that we need to have going down the road like yeah. Lude can play left and be okay somewhat most of the time now that yeah. he's got that confidence level of him and people are yeah. getting him the ball but the issue becomes ethan because ethan only plays on the right can't play him on the left Oh, at least we haven't tried playing him on the left right
0: that's i mean they can they can swap but they only swap so that lude can do something like that on the right side right like, mm-hmm. they don't swap so that ethan can go you know take a shot from left so
1: yep right yeah so one nil at halftime after that spectacular goal and then second half starts and i could barely keep up i mean for the first 15 minutes or so it, they were just sprinting Back yeah. and forth, goal to goal to goal to goal. It was, it was a it was a welcome contrast to the absolute <laughs> boredom of the last match we just talked about. <laughs> I, I think for uh, that, yeah, go ahead.
0: Kendra compared it to fast, ba- fast break basketball. Oh yeah, like, that's 15 minutes because yep. that's like run back, dispossess, run back, dispossess, run back, dispossess. And it was just yep. over and over and over again, and it was insane. And, yeah, especially after that last match, it was nice to see these guys all actually making those runs, and That's everyone right. was making those runs, unlike so many games where we've seen, like, one or two guys break away, and everyone hangs back just in case everyone was pressing. So Yeah, yeah.
2: it was I think very entertaining. I think the, the good thing about this game, too, is just that that, you know, we were moving (laughs) like we would it's not like we weren't we weren't creating opportunities right we were like yeah i think i think i don't know how many times molino hit that whole post Um, yeah and so like it's not like we weren't creating opportunities and i think that's the thing and to me the one of the things that there was one of the moments that really was like wow we're actually doing stuff is when like jacori hayes again threaded that ball beautifully to aaron schoenfeld and aaron was one-on-one Uh and the keeper was able to read it well enough and react well enough but that was going to be a goal and that was like that would have been like a highlight for the fact that how 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 those two are communicating
1: and and 10 seconds later st Clair had to save from their end
2: yeah exactly (laughs) right it 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 was literally like watching nba jam like you guys ever play nba jam it's like oh yeah boom it was like
1: it was literally that and it was like
2: i
0: i firmly believe that if colorado didn't have Yarbrough this year they would not be where they are like mm. they've he has saved them so many times and as a keeper he, he's got those i mean he's he was with uh leon for quite some mm-hmm. time and has seen those similar like breakaway plays and he read that one perfectly and you don't feel saved all that often um,
1: yeah one thing i noticed about him speaking of him is he feels very, he's very comfortable on the ground. Like if he goes down, he he doesn't just panic. Like he knows he can still make some saves and make, and and cause some damage just staying on the ground. I kind of impressive
0: yards from being on the ground.
1: Yep. Yep. And
0: that's, I mean, he had come out a, a little ways and most we see a lot of keepers kind of panic in that situation. And I mean, we've, Dane has been pretty good with it, but a lot of Minnesota goals have come from, keeper coming out a little too far and panicking and yeah. instead he's like I I can use this stretches yes. out grabs the ball and if that had been anyone else I I think Sean Shelford would have made it but
1: agreed um let's talk to uh, talk about rather the brasileirinho Shinashiki. he gets one in in the 68th minute uh, just kind of an unfortunate clearance for Hayes it just zigs when it's supposed to zag <laughs> yeah. and it just goes basically towards goal, which was an easy pickup for, um, I can't remember who grabbed it, but Rubio did a really pretty dummy that I think faked out box maybe, mm-hmm. and it just lands right to Shishiki and one time, what are you going to do? Yep. Um, Go ahead. Any any other comments?
2: The thing about that play is it developed so slowly that it was so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> because they like,
0: knew exactly how that one was going to end.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was like, because Corey Hayes like stretched himself and that's, I think that's one of the reasons why he's also been like injured is that he like throws himself yeah. at everything that he can, right? And I think that's, that's one of the reasons he got subbed in after that is that, you know, he you got to be able to, but he did that and then Coleman was looking at the ball and didn't make, a, when the player had to make had the ball he didn't try to really like body them too much right and granted that's something that you do but then like boxer was coming back from from running in the aspect of it so it was like something was going to was going to give way either they were going to miss or they were going to score and then you know rookie of the year comes up and um delivers right you you can't do too much about that and uh now we have a one 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 game um with, with one control. one
1: game, and then it goes to all the, the posts that you mentioned, Rodrigo. Boxel hits the post, Molino hits the post, <laughs> I think and, within minutes of one another.
0: And uh, Boxy physically hits his own post. Oh, yeah,
1: that's what it was oh. supposed to be. That 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 was the note, yes. Oh, that looks <laughs> so
0: painful.
2: Post to post to post. Oh, oh
1: man.
0: So he was like, already I, yeah. playing
2: with a separated shoulder. In a
0: sense, I
1: mean, it's yeah. great that he that he gets in there separated for the or coverage, dislocated. But... Is it separated
0: separa- shoulder? Okay. Yeah, so he's yeah, been one was, uh. He's been popping pain pills just to get through these games already, which yeah. is probably, like, if he hadn't been doing that, I don't know that they would have kept him on the pitch after hitting the post. But uh, they wrapped him up, and he went off the sideline just long enough to, you know.
1: I'm glad you picked up today. the nuance there. Thank <laughs> you. I, did, I, I didn't make it clear enough in the notes, so you got it. Thank you, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: he, did, he did send the ball off the post later on shortly. There, you there. Go. Um, yeah, no. But yeah, I, the dude has been. I mean, he's he he gets down.
2: the um uh, he gets the um the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin toughest sob on <laughs> yes. the on the pitch <laughs> yeah. on the pitch this year. Seriously, that man's played through everything and
0: uh huh.
1: You know. Well, let's let's finish this one off and we'll we'll take a break before we we do uh more. We'll do we'll do positive Coleman first here because in the 79th minute, he does actually wait this beautifully nice, the beautiful pass cross all the way, basically to, uh, to Debasi. Somehow it becomes Finnis. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It goes to Debassy, but I mean, it lands right at his feet in stride. Was it actually, was it Finley? I think, right?
2: No, it was Debasi on the left.
1: My <laughs> autocorrect always destroys me. Okay, thank you. So it was to Debassy. Yes, because now Ludd has shifted. That's right. So he's on, he's on the, uh, the evil side now and Finley's on the right. Um, yeah, and so he moves it up to, to Ludd, who moves it to, uh, Molino and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, who puts it in actually? Is it Edwards? No, Molino scores this goal. No,
0: right? no, no. You're, you're talking no, no, a different
2: no. game. Sorry. No, no. You're talking about the play where like, um, Coleman sees that there's no, what, like, like the boss is wide open on the left flank and threads him a beautiful ball and the ball goes in. And I think this is the play where like the ball goes in and it comes right back out. And I don't know if it's Schoenfeld or it's it's, um, Schoenfeld or Lude who see the opening and play the back literally right, right to the middle. And that's where you catch a a running Molino who hits the ball perfectly and hits the post and passes back. That's what
1: it is. Thank you.
2: So like, yeah, no, that was one of those things. I think. Once you, we're creating better opportunities than against Cincinnati, and we're trying to finish, but just we just we just couldn't finish.
1: That one was just bad luck because everything yeah. was there, mm-hmm.
2: and so and which which really brings out to like you know, like we're actually creating offense. You know, we're playing passes and all that stuff, and I, I like the bossy going up uh, because we didn't get to see that much from um from Metanier from that side from mm-hmm. from his side as much, and I think that's that's okay. I mean, like, I, I think we pick our, our, our poison and we figure out which, which side we want to hit most. And that's what we do. Right. And I, uh, and, but overall, I think that's when like people were starting to get tired. Cause she's Schoenfeld was like playing like 80 minutes felt Like before um, he was, he was able to, to, to get something out of this whole thing.
1: So. Well, let's jump to the other side because here we go in the 88th minute uh, Metonier to Finley. Lovely, lovely cross. Edwards is right there. I mean, he's barreling straight down and Abu Bakr is, is in theory doing his job. He, he, gets, <laughs> he gets a step in front trying to head the ball over the goal and it goes into the goal <laughs> and we'll take it. There's the own goal. And can I just say for all bald men and bald podcasters, can we please get some <laughs> Abu Abu Bakar, uh hair transplant donations? That guy has so much hair, and it's beautiful hair. I mean, hook a brother up. Come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the, the reason this I like, I like this play is like because uh, Finley had already. This was all the, the subs, the subs, the, the sub power because you had Hairston, Edwards, and Finley all literally. Get, regain the ball back in the middle, and just quickly do that. And like, props to Finley because he was able to get to that ball, and and understood that what he was, what he had was a dangerous situation. You play the ball in the middle while you, while the center backs are running in a full blast. Either either Edward will get it and get a shot on goal and score, or something crazy is going to happen. And that that was yep. the dangerous of the ball. Like he was able to put that in there, and I think. That's one of those things, right? They didn't even play the best, right? But they took it. They, they took advantage of situations that were that were there for them. Yeah. How many times awesome. have we been on the other side, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So there it is, two to one with a little luck from the uh, from the own goal again. Needed, needed points. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. Like, like we said, didn't always look the greatest, but a, a welcome, <laughs> a welcome difference from the previous match, where there was actually fun stuff to watch. This is just, just ba- baseline. Give me, give me a low limbo bar. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> um, Reynoso ended up making team of the week deservedly. I mean, he actually looked pretty good in this one. Um, let's take a quick break, and then we'll discuss the other garbage that happened in this one.
0: Hi, this is Utah Watch, and no, you must be tuning because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota Football Show.
1: All right, welcome back to Minnesota Football Show. So, regarding this this Colorado match, uh, I, I certainly didn't see this. I don't know if either of you two did during the match. It, it, it came out afterwards because obviously none of us are there, there's no supporters, but there are still photographers and media folks. And so uh, there appears a fo- a photo appears rather of the uh, start of the match. And as is typically the case, players are kneeling as they do in support of Black Lives Matter and uh, Black players for change and the movement for Black Lives. And as we've seen before, I believe this is now the third time, if I'm not mistaken. Third?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I want to say third, uh, Brent Coleman is standing. And I mean, just what do you do at this point? I I mean, we haven't heard anything from him, from him, from the team, from the coach, from nobody. That's what makes it so egregious is like, if we, if he at least said something or somebody said something, we'd have something to work with, but there's silence is frankly silence is violence at this point, right? It it, it, it's, there's a heavy weight there. Go ahead, Bridget.
0: Um, I was going to say, it's just a little more puzzling this time because they're not playing the anthem, uh, at any other match, you know, they might be kneeling to protest the anthem, but, uh, this time he's, he's just, they're just out on the pitch for, you know, that first 10 seconds or however long, um, and to not kneel at that point is just uh, a little more questionable than any other time.
1: Rodrigo, anything?
2: There's there's been lots of conversations regarding this, and I think um, you know it it's it's uh, conversations that need to happen. But I think one of the things too is that. Um, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion and political affiliation and whatnot, right? Like we can agree to disagree, but um, not showing, but that doesn't mean we can't show support. And I think that's, that's, that's the thing like, like um, specifically be, for the things that, you know, that happen here in, in, in Minnesota and not to have, um, not to, not to, not to, be able to show support like uh other other people are doing it's, it's just it's just mind-boggling in a sense right like what is it what is what is really happening in this locker room or what are the conversations that we are not able to see and probably will never see and at the same time like we have to we have to realize that you know Coleman's entitled to his opinion and to express his opinion and he'll he'll use any mode to to do that and that and that's we have to live with that that's part of it but at the same time this is a business for 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 uh for the mls right they don't they say they care but we we've, we've seen the um the political donations they don't really yeah, you know it's not really that it. right and so it's like so like so like i understand you like right you know like uh, is 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 minnesota united going to be a, a community driven team no it's an mls to make money they're, they're here to do that aspect of it and 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 his job is not to to create better human beings right it's it's to be able to put a roster that will that will get him to to do that and so like i i I, that's the frustrating part of me right because you don't we don't know none of these conversations are having and and the team is not uh, obliged to talk about whatever they want to talk about they want to make it seem organic from their from their players and I. And and I want that right, but at the but at the same time, you know, they they it it seems like it's it's going to be a dead point for them. They're not going to talk about it. Kalman's not going to talk about it. The only thing that we can do is just keep on putting the pressure and bringing it up. Until well, that's something that's happens. the
1: yeah. I was just going to say, that, what am I going to say? They keep digging themselves a deeper hole, I guess, because at this point, like I mentioned, it's the third time they brought him back. They loaned him off. They brought him back. Um. There, nobody's saying anything like you said, and, and which, you know, is, is causing this tension within the supporters. And there's already plenty there between the supporters and the uh the front office, I would say. And and it's just, you know, what what are we you're leaving us to speculation and all these other things and it's it's mm-hmm. it's not helping. It's it's making things worse.
0: Right. And then to continue displaying uh banners and the scheduled tweets for the eight minutes and forty six seconds and exactly. all the other um all are welcome and black lives matter signs that are hanging uh throughout the stadium you know exactly. you, you see those displays and then you see what actually happens on the pitch which is almost everyone kneeling and one guy standing and you know right they don't, they don't show it on camera the they usually only pick one or two players to show during that moment of a match um, and it's again not not the team controlling the camera angle so i'm not going to go after them for that but um they they have the chance to set a narrative and they're not uh they're not taking advantage of that opportunity to set a positive narrative correct
2: i mean i think one of the things too is is just that this whole movement that organically started with the players and, and the Black Player Coalition and all the other stuff. And everything was about that in Orlando, it's become a, a PR appeasement strategy, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that's the thing that we need to like also realize, right? It's like, it's like, they understand that right now, if all this, if all of us were able to be in the stadium, I think this would be a whole different conversation. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: But we're not. And so they have to be able to appease certain things. And I think this is their. This is their. This is MLS's attempt, and this is uh, each team's opponent and, and to try to appease things. And some people do much better at it, and some teams are much better at it. Like you know, Portland's much better at it, and Seattle are much better at it. But we've never been one of those teams that has those type of type of relationships with our with with the team, right? Yeah. And so that's 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 the conversation right. that that needs to be. Is like, do is this is this is this does this team represent you? really or you're just here to watch a a professional like mls league type game
1: right like like i would i would stress mls era though because remember minnesota United's not just mls
2: yeah (laughs) mls era and so like so like that's why i think we're like if people are not feeling that then then the minneapolis city type of teams that 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 are that are local get much more of that that's what you get out of it in a sense right like a very i think they kind of
0: they have to make that choice between you know do we want to have a professional soccer team here or do we want to have a community group that will, you know, stand and stay vocal for those um, for those communities. And I mean, we've seen, if you read the comments on some of their posts, every time that they tweet out the eight minutes and 46 seconds, you do have the supporters saying, okay, that's great. That's super, very superficial, but thanks anyway. And then you have the other uh, comments, which are, you know, all lives matter and this is disgusting. Take your politics out of sports on and on and on. So this is a professional business that has to kind of deal with both of those groups and try to, you know, have a professional team here in the state. So they, you know, they don't really get to pick sides. Um, like most of us can. Uh, think, it should yeah. Be about picking sides, but that's essentially what it is in, in business. And so that's what we're dealing with. But um, yeah, we're never going to get that. But they could still be better at it
1: with the common case though i mean if if there was just an act, something so minimal i mean they they love their their social media campaign and their tweets so i mean this started months ago we could be completely wrong i'm, I'm fully I'm totally fine with, with admitting that we didn't we got yeah. it wrong. That's great. But we just don't know. And that's what's so frustrating. So if they that's, would have sent something they two they months ago,
0: sit, they let us sit here and think about it and talk about it over and over again when they could just exactly. say Exactly. Hey, here's the deal.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's doing something, something for a different organization yeah. or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Oh,
0: great. Cool. Or bad. Happening. Yeah, just let us know.
1: Who knows? But it but it's it is what it is now and it looks terrible. Um, but we can move on. Um, let's look at the fixtures then from that week. So Philadelphia once again, gets another win. So they, it's basically their supporter shield to lose. We kind of mentioned that over Chicago. Uh, Do you want to mention we have a, we have a, that's our Frankie, I believe. Right.
0: You're welcome.
2: (laughs) A red card that was rescinded. So.
0: Oh, they rescinded it? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was reviewed after the fact. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Like
2: like we all, we, we, we literally like. We all at my house when we watched the game. We didn't watch the game, but we forwarded it to the point where he got the card, and we're like, <laughs> just to see if it was like, oh, it's, it's this classic.
1: Give us, give us the Calvo. That's all we want. Because
2: we just want to see the classic Calvo thing, and then like it happened, and we're like, that wasn't classic Calvo. That was just
0: he, that was a bad call. Earlier on, earlier on, he had a handball.
2: Yeah, no, that he did. That yeah, was classic I, Calvo. I it
0: was it was Wes like live tweeting the Chicago game, and he's like, hey. Bobby Caldwell starting and Bobby's in there and and then he like did the Kelvo handball Claxton going on for whatever and then yeah like five minutes later Frankie gets a red card
1: amazing so um yeah Atlanta it, it, loses again oh go ahead no I was just gonna
2: say Chicago concerns me just because yeah. of the the counter attack and they have people who pass the ball to defeat and and I, they concern me. So that's, that's that's the thing. It's like I. They,
0: their defense um, shoots themselves in the foot, but they can score. Yeah.
2: And I, I think that's the thing that, that 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 concerns me the most is when we play them, like people are like, oh, yeah, this should, we should be able to win this game. And I'm like, yeah, we should. But we couldn't put away Colorado away and we couldn't play Cincinnati away. <laughs> Barely put Cincinnati away. Yeah. And that's so terrifying. like I'm like so I'm like, I was like, A Chicago quickly take two quick corners and boom, they're up one, they're up two, they're up three.
0: The thing is, yeah, with Chicago, you have to be scoring goals. It's not enough to defend and hold a clean sheet. Like you have to be putting them in at the other end of the field. So, I mean, against Colorado, you get lucky and you don't have to deal with that. But uh, you know, we'll we'll see Chicago here on the fourth or the third, whatever this week. Um, So that's that's coming up. Okay. We'll that's see. the midweek
1: game right
0: yeah the makeup okay. game for uh the cancellation um, oh, yes. so yeah it'll be interesting to see how we play that oh no but that's a whole different conversation
2: yeah another right. one i'll talk about is the andy polo goal against the galaxy Dude. you guys see that
0: yes gosh
1: i didn't uh, put it in here but i did see it
2: that was beautiful it reminded me of like, didn't he win the MLS's back tournament goal of the tournament? Well, like he did yeah. something similar. And so, like, yeah,
0: they put, they actually put those up like side by side. And it's like the exact same play and the exact same position. Like the mm-hmm.
2: reason I like this game, this this goal much better is just because we're able to see the player and coach reaction to this goal. Yes. Like, 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 like you see Williams just like grabbing his head, and then and then you see a bunch of other folks were like, "Oh my god, that just happened!" It was like it's <laughs> like, and then and and then and I like Andy Polo's dance because it's so like weird and like. <laughs> just nerdy. And I was like, yes. Right. You know, yeah, this is, this is great. Which, 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 you know, at one point I think we're going to have to do in this show is we're going to have to talk about once the season's over or our season's over, let's talk about what, what players are out there that, you know, would be, would be, would be wanting to do like for me, like, you know, like Andy Polo is a good role player. What if he be like yeah. in a much more productive role, like consistent role. Right. You know how much money is that? Seven hundred? Is it worth six hundred thousand dollars? to worth seven hundred thousand dollars? Right, right, like, or like how much money would it take to take away Frankie Amaya, who I think is on his last year of his contract, right, from Cincinnati, and, and get a and get a young, young uh, player that you can mold into? And these questions could be also like what Houston Diamond wants to do, right? Like Houston wants, to, you know, Tab wants to get all the young players and to be able you to, to bring back Ramirez. Is? is that what you're saying? <laughs> No, I'm not thinking about bringing back Ramirez. I'm just thinking what are, what other teams should be specifically teams that are now officially out of the tournament, out, out of the out of playoffs, like right? the Houston. What happens with them? What, what 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 are they willing to do and what are they willing to not do? Right. And I think because you, you talk about it, you know, like early galaxy fire their coach. Right. Yeah. And then
1: um, it's almost like the double fire because you get the Scalotto twins. So it's like it's the two for one <laughs> fire.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> And then you get all the other stuff with the, um, with um, you know, like uh, the rumors of who's going to go coach him. And the, the correct all answer, the correct answer to all these questions, is always Diego Armando Maradona.
1: Eh, hey, yeah. feliz cumpleaños, 60. Yeah, he's 60,
2: and he, all he wants is to be able to score a goal against the English, but with the other hand, we,
1: you, we, we may be actually all three of us may be his illegitimate children. We'll, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> who knows um and any other ones from the uh from the fixtures there that you guys want to highlight uh, nycfc beats toronto so that's two toronto losses in a row that philly now has a leg up on uh dc <laughs> united again somehow still winning coachless against columbus columbus kind of taken a dive yeah. like the last month or so
0: yeah and san jose is back in the conversation san jose. as they always do
1: yeah yeah. Oh, yeah yeah let's let's look at this conversation so the east is doing their own thing but and the west is finally kind of starting to solidify a little bit we we got the news that uh they're officially prior to prioritizing points per game for qualification which then immediately bumped minnesota or didn't bump minnesota but gave us the little x that we had clinched playoff postseason so a little anticlimactic but yay we're in Um, but if we look there, I mean, as of right now, uh, sporting in Seattle are are pretty close within a point, 36 and 35, Portland at 35. Also LAFC 31, Minnesota right there at 30 Dallas behind at 28, San Jose 27, Vancouver 24. Um, and then it drops a little bit, but I mean,
0: I I did not expect to see Houston going in the last place on that, but. I mean, they've had some. Seems like pretty low-scoring games. So. And uh, the
1: fact that Vancouver's in this conversation. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they're they're like Vancouver in it. Vancouver and Salt Lake are both up there. So, <laughs>
1: it's very strange. Yeah,
0: it's it's weird.
2: So it is the MLS, and yeah, I think for, for us, real. like we we yeah. it sets us up with like you know currently, like if things keep on going like the way they've been going, we could be playing at LAFC, right?
1: Yeah, I don't like that yeah. at all. And Especially then, with it, Vela, even even Vela at like fifty percent is no yeah,
2: fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then, and not just Vela, but like Rossi and and Rodriguez is like, yeah, don't don't even don't even don't even scare me like it. And you have Blessing is like, oh great, it's like um, we we might as well just stick everybody on defense and leave leave Kai Kamara up top, and just see what we can do with that, you know, or if we had a it, wonder kid that somehow always has LAFC's number, but you know.
0: Bradley Wright Flopes hasn't been fantastic with them but uh plenty dangerous against a team like Minnesota so
1: Mm -hmm. yeah we'll see how it all pans out uh is it two more or three more matches after this
0: uh three with Chicago added
1: okay so if we basically we need a little bit of help if LAFC could like Drop a match or tie a match, and we could yeah. get points. In theory, we could maybe escape that spread, and and boy, if we could jump to three, yeah. that would be pretty spectacular.
0: I mean, you also don't really want to face Seattle or Kansas City, so.
1: No, no, no. I was thinking like <laughs> if they move to three, then we play like Dallas or San Jose, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Rui is back and he scored goals, so Rui Golden Boot watch is back on, so. <laughs>
1: drink uh nice um yeah so we'll keep an eye on that and kind of see how things are going so we have a match tomorrow esteemed colleagues uh playing skc again for the 800th time both teams have now been in have now qualified they both clinched their postseason do you think both go into this fairly conservative and just if we get a draw we get a draw type thing or I mean, hopefully, at least the way I'm looking at. It, I hope Minnesota actually goes for it because we could use those points after just what we talked about. Maybe jumping LAFC and getting closer to the top three. Uh, what do you all see? Um,
2: I think there's a gentleman's agreement between. <laughs> <two partners.
1: laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> well played.
2: And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm a, I'm not confident at all. Like, if if yeah. we are the if if we are playing the same way that we played the last two games. I, yeah and in this case he like this because he hasn't been playing great but they have still polito who can put the ball from anywhere yeah. and johnny yeah. russells always seems to have our number one way or the other so it's like
0: yeah if we specifically
2: can, the way that they play against here. chase it's just i don't know i mean i i'm i'm not confident at all like if we tie i'm grateful if we lose okay yeah, I see that was going to happen, but like if we win, I'm gonna be like ecstatic. I mean that
1: that's another way to avoid LAFC too. Is if we just get smoked the next two games, and just drop. <laughs> but then we'll get Seattle.
0: Yeah, and I you don't wanna, there, there's there's no good outcome. <laughs> um, no, it's, I mean Kansas City has been fairly complacent as well. Like it's kind of a surprise when they score a decent looking goal. So. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, typically you come to Minnesota and you turn that luck around. So, if, if, uh, if the back line can pull it together for at least a half, I mean, we can survive a draw. But, uh, you know, it's it's probably not going to be the, uh, the derby-esque match that we've seen before.
1: I like I like the gentleman's agreement, that will be that's the theme I think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it plays out. Alright, let's take a break and we'll wrap this thing up here.
0: No, this is not Easter Watch or G. This is as they call their spawn point. <sighs> We'd really like the Minnesota football show to be done. So now back to the show.
1: All right, back on the Minnesota football show with Rodrigo Bridget. My name is Eric. Let's do some internationals speed round version. I put this in here. Uh, thanks to Brenda Elsie. I'm burning it all down. I, I missed this, but uh, we know that uh, Fatih, Ansu Fati for Barcelona, is, as a bad as barcelona have been playing he's been having a breakout performance and really been one of the, the young stars at 17 um scored a great goal last week and a spanish journalist i'm going to be very clear that it was spanish and not catalan wrote quote he's run oh, sorry he runs quote like a black street vendor running from the cops unquote this was published <laughs> and actually shot out through media i mean number one you're a horrible journalist. And number two, where are the editors to just mm-hmm. let that go?
2: They're all there. Didn't they, they, they approve that. That's why they let it go. That's,
0: that's, yeah.
1: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just. Really? Are you really that surprised coming
2: from Spain? No.
1: And, and and that's in fact why I stressed Spanish and not Catalan.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm not extremely surprised by that. I mean, like we've seen it happen and it's not going to stop i mean like you know like you know this i have two biases you know particularly
0: bold though <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah just... like it
1: seems so casual like oh yeah this is what it is i'll just you know they'll, they'll print it and of course they did print it
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh gross okay um EPL wise, bridget you had some liverpool over sheffield 2 to 1 anything there you want to mention
0: it was on playing P-Cup, right now too so i did not want
1: to... okay how about how about current liverpool update there's a match going on right now
0: uh last i checked it was a draw 1-1 one, one. okay hopefully that is ch- yes two to one now to liverpool uh there you and go. that's final 2-1 over west ham
1: nice um i watched the southampton everton match expecting everton to do well i was like i'm gonna get on the Everton train for a match and they got thumped. <laughs> they got beat 2-0 by Southampton and I was just, joking with just MJ. Just don't get on
0: the Everton train. Just stay no, no, you. no. I was,
1: well, here's the thing, though. They wore green and that's my Goya's <laughs> green and I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, oh, there's consequences when you put on the Goya's green. I'm, there's just, you got to be ready for that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, uh, that was the human kit, right? The the third kit?
1: I think so. Those
0: were Yeah. Cool. But, yeah.
1: They are cool, but I'm telling you, from, from decades of Goyaz, there's something's going to happen. Honel um, Giu, what can you say about this human being? He has had the 2020, one of the 2020s. He's tested positive for COVID on top of prison and the prison league and everything else. I mean... <laughs>
2: So he gets released from prison and then like months later, he's positive for COVID. That's- yeah.
1: Honestly, the next thing I think he's going to end up being like the new, uh, secretary of, uh, defense no, I was, for, no, yeah. I was say, which,
2: which, which, um, which city is he going to be mayor of now? Next. Uh, Something just to, just, to, right. just to bring in the trifecta. Right. You go to jail. Absolutely. You, uh, does he like Pepsi too? Is that, is that
1: sure? <laughs> <laughs> That, that totally you're, moving you're,
2: a trifecta in, right?
1: You're going down the right path. It's all right there. Yeah. <laughs> what a mess. Just oh, it's it's it just hurts because the, the way I idolized him like 20 years ago, it just it's painful.
2: Oh, no, uh, amazing player. Probably the best player I've seen in my decade in my yeah. in my lifetime.
1: Right. In terms of ball control, I mean ball control and everything. Yeah, ridiculous. but like
2: horrible human being.
1: Just falling apart. Huh. Um. Rodrigo, I'll throw this one to you because you sent this to all of us and made us all collectively cringe. So there was an injury on a Corinthians player (laughs) that apparently he's now recovered from, but do you want to describe what happened to this Corinthians player in Brasileiro? I'm just,
0: I'm really glad there was no no video. Yeah, me too.
1: (laughs) Go ahead.
2: It was like, it was like literally you get nutcrackers instead you put cleats and then you 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 get that imagination and there's blood somewhere on there i'm like and that's it yeah how does that i was like oh my
1: god all i'm gonna say is there was there was a red spot that appeared right in front of the white shorts and it ended up being exactly what you think (laughs) but apparently he's fully recovered and playing again or training he
0: he kept playing like Unbelievable. They, they changed his shorts and put them back out on the pitch. Oh my God. That's... And then he bled through those again. So he took them off.
1: That is, that is <laughs> Brazilian. That's, that's Brazilian.
2: Uh, no, Here. I'm going to refer to nut, that. Get but... back in
1: there. You've got one more. <laughs> You're fine.
0: Well, we that's why we have more than one pair of shorts. Keep yeah. going. <laughs>
1: yikes yikes Yikes! yikes. that is not going to go on social media by just putting that out there for everybody we are not going to be showing that one
0: (laughs) you can easily go find it
1: yeah that's that's on your own time thanks rodrigo uh champions league i don't think there were a lot of surprises here uh atalanta ajax tied maybe liverpool got their win I think everything kind of went as planned. The Salzburg-Atletico game was actually kind of a good match. I was kind of watching that one kind of go back and forth. Salzburg actually had a a 2-0 lead at one point. Uh, Jesse Marsh looked like he was going to have a, a pretty legendary, spectacular win over Atletico Madrid, but then they ended up pulling it off at the end and got the 3-2 victory. Uh, but still, good run there. And then the following leg, too, I don't think any big surprises. I think all the teams you would expect got the wins. Lazio was, was held to a draw, so... That always makes us happy because, screw the fash, and yeah, that takes us, I guess, to to the end. That's all I got.
2: The end, my friend.
1: Nice. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we get a flute? we get a flute outro since oh, we got a flute intro? No. <laughs> let's let's see if we can get a reaction from one of the girls. Oh, I'm
2: sure that someone's gonna
1: come.
0: I hope here. we don't watch him die on Zoom. As <laughs> <he dies. laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna use it as a cold open
1: I'm
2: naming this what i that's what I'm naming this episode. I hope I don't get too much <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm getting doing my phone.
2: <laughs> Very nice.
1: Yay. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Rodrigo. Thank you, Bridget. And uh we'll be back next week with some more awesome flutes. Have a happy Halloween. And uh again, if you want all that awesome beer that's coming, patreon.com backslash Minnesota Football Show. You can interact with us, interact with us on the Twitters, on the Facebooks, Instas, whatever. And uh yeah. Ciao ciao. Bye. Peace.